Dip it in and sauce it up with Sergio Lopez and Vanessa Walsh. 8-Bit Saucy Podcast. Dip it in and sauce it up. Hello, Saskateers. Welcome to a new episode of A Bit Saucy. I'm your host, Vanessa Walsh. And I'm Sergio Lopez. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) And today, we are back on the road again. But first... We will have a little update. A bit saucy is on the road. No, we've been on the road a lot on this show. We went. I'll say. This is an a bit saucy <laughs> update. Alrighty. Well, let's start with the update, I suppose. <laughs> um, we went back to Sweet Teas, and the occasion was my dad's birthday, mm-hmm. and also a little bit of our anniversary. <laughs> was it on our anniversary that we went? It was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, that was a great time. Um, we got things... Actually, yeah, I always go with my usual here, which is like the rib salad, even though uh, last time I think I got something else. Um, and I almost got the rib salad again, but when she read the specials to us, they uh, they had a special that actually sounded pretty good to me, mm-hmm. which is kind of a caprese salad with burrata and fresh heirloom tomatoes. Mm-hmm. Um and I'll get into that in a while. But, um, and then I thought, like, oh, it's a shame to not get any meat. So I almost ordered an appetizer. But then, uh, my parents, um, ordered the nachos there. Mm-hmm. And so I decided not to get another meat dish because that would be plenty of meat. Um, I think they were called like the Memphis nachos or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Actually, I should look this up real quick. Sorry. Just one second. But yeah, these were nachos that were. Not that Mexican, no. <laughs> other than uh, corn tortillas, but um, they had like a white um, cheese on them. and Oh, that white cheese was so good. And they gave us a choice of meat, right? Yeah, you got a choice of like any of their meats. Mm-hmm. Did we do brisket? We did. We did brisket, yeah. Yeah. We did beef. Mm-hmm. So we got the Memphis barbecue nachos, uh, smoked beef brisket. You also have the option of making it pork, chicken, or vegetarian. Uh, house cheese sauce, barbecue sauce, and pickled jalapenos. You get a half mm-hmm. order for $12 or a full order for 18 The full order was a ton of food, and it's only $6 more. So if you can eat all that, I would recommend getting the full order. Mm-hmm. It's that cheese sauce. It was sauce. good for four people, though. Oh, yeah. It was like the perfect amount, especially because I ate quite a bit of them. <laughs> and um, I did, too. So, so many things about this were amazing. Um, the brisket was amazing. And the cheese sauce was amazing, and the barbecue sauce was amazing. It was all just really, really delicious. I didn't do much of the jalapenos because, as as everyone knows, they hurt my tummy. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I love these. They reminded me a lot of the uh, oh yeah of the uh, what's it called Butcher Crown nachos, and they smelled just the same too. Oh yeah. So I just remembered something that what what did was you remember? Funny. Uh, uh, you thought you grabbed a piece of uh, brisket. Oh, but it's a piece of jalapeno. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was an unpleasant was so surprise. <laughs> yeah. Well, it wasn't so much that it was gross or anything as that like, right. it wasn't it's, what I was expecting. Right. I'm sure we've all had that happen at some point in our lives. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's like you think you're getting like a glass of water, but it's a juice. And even though the juice isn't gross, it wasn't what you were expecting, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, yeah. Highly recommend those nachos. Especially if you, for some reason, like me, didn't get anything with meat on it for your entree. Because, <laughs> um, yeah, this is a pretty heavy, meaty uh, um, appetizer. But, yeah, it was delicious. Perfect for four people to split. Um, 
Yeah, it was delicious. I really liked the cheese. I would totally get that again. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It might end up becoming a staple for us. (laughs) I think so. My parents always get the Brussels sprouts, but I don't like Brussels sprouts, so I don't get them. Right. Um, I hear as far as Brussels sprouts go, these are like the best, though. So if you like Brussels sprouts. They are good. Yeah, I've had a, um, a few before but yeah. yeah i think i tried I like it and i like everything about the way it's prepared and i like the sauce and everything and it's really good i just don't like brussels sprouts i don't know it's i don't know what to say i just don't like them. my mom will always try and force me to eat them and like, <laughs> yeah no thanks trying to be a mom about it i know she totally is like that too like, <laughs> why don't you eat it it's so good anyway enough of that <laughs> um yeah so what about what you ordered for your entree Oh yeah, I got um oh god, why am I blanking out on it? Oh, it's the um the salad that's uh mine isn't It was wasn't it like a taco salad? Oh yeah, it was yeah, what was it called again? Chicken to- chicken tostada salad, I wanna say. Let's see. Let me let's find out exactly what it is. Chicken tostada salad, eighteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Organic mixed greens, smoked chicken. Uh, greens, <laughs> queso fresco, Mississippi caviar, which we discovered was like a bean and corn kinda uh, thing. Right. <laughs> uh, crispy flour tortilla topped with avocado, cilantro, chili lime crema, creme fraiche, cilantro vinaigrette on the side. So, how was that? Um, it was okay. This is a new menu item, by the way. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I think. Well, okay. I, I may be wrong on that, but I don't remember it being there in the past. Oh, okay. Um, I think I just am not the biggest fan of when they prepare chicken this way. Hmm. The smoked the, chicken. Yeah. You didn't like the smoked cob salad either. Yeah, maybe that's for the same reason. Maybe. Maybe it's just not to your taste as far as meats go. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, I find it relatively flavorless, especially mm-hmm. like since uh, we had a couple pieces of your dad's fried chicken, mm-hmm. and that is so good. I wish it was that in the <laughs> the. Chicken salads. Well, they have another that. chicken salad called the crispy chicken salad that I almost got. Mm. Um, that does have the crispy chicken in it. So maybe so next maybe time I'll that's that what I'll get. Yeah. 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 Um, also, wasn't a big fan of the Mississippi caviar, which is which had a lot of like, uh, I don't know if those are like little like uh, white beans. Oh. I don't know. Maybe they are just white beans. No, white beans are, but they, I don't know. Anyways, they st- <laughs> they had a... Uh, sounds like these jokers need to do their research. Uh, it was just too much of those, and um, I didn't really like the flavor and texture that they bring to the salad. And um, I mean, there were things I liked about it. I liked the dressing, the greens and stuff were good, and the chicken that I had was good because it was protein, <laughs> and it definitely mm-hmm. added something to it. Um, the tostada itself was um, pretty crispy, although it didn't keep, <laughs> even though I. Uh, yeah, well, those things don't usually. Yeah, um, so I don't expect that. What I actually ended up doing for my leftovers, uh, I should have a little leftover segment. <laughs> uh, you should have but, some kind of re- leftover drop. Yeah, but uh, next time I added um, some tortilla chips from a bag <laughs> afterwards, uh-huh. and, and that um, restored some of the crispiness for the for the leftover for the next day. Yeah. Um, I actually also. Um, Oh, wait, no, never mind. I am uh, confusing it with two different <laughs> Get meals. Get it together, Sergi. God. I'm just kidding. You're the I'm one who's... Kidding. I'm supposed to keep you on track, know, and I'm just all over the place on this episode. Sorry, Saskatoon. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. We don't have it together. I am off the ball Oh, it's okay. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was basically uh, summing up my order. Um, not something I would get again. 
there's just too many other really good things that to uh, go along with that one again. All right. So, yeah, not your favorite. Okay. So, I guess we'll talk about what I got. I got... So, I don't remember everything that was on this. I do think I took... Or maybe I didn't take a picture. Anyway, um, it was a burrata and heirloom tomato salad. And... I was going back and forth as to whether I wanted the rib salad or the crispy chicken salad, because I know I love both of those, and they're really delicious. But then when she read off the specials, I've been seeing, like, heirloom tomatoes all over um, people posting, you know, their homegrown concoctions. It's oh, like, yeah. tis the, tis season, the season, for sure. <laughs> and I've been craving burrata, because it's one of my favorite things just in general. Our friends were talking about going to Campo Fina, and I remember Campo Fina having the best burrata, so that was, like, on my mind. So as soon as she said that in the specials, I was like, okay, I'm changing my order to this. This is what I'm getting. Um, and if I were to go back, I wouldn't do that, because even though every ingredient at Sweet Teas is always super quality... Their meat is really what makes them shine. And getting something without the meat, even though it was, like, delicious, it didn't have that, like, special something, you know, that Sweet Teas often has that, like, puts it a cut above. So I wouldn't get that again. Um, I'm really glad I had the nachos, though, so at least I got to have, like, the good meat. But uh, the rib salad and the crispy chicken salad, I think those are both better than that special was. And in the future, if I were to get that special, I'd definitely get it, like, on the side of something or share it with somebody or something like that. Um... Because, yeah, it just wasn't like, even though it was delicious, it wasn't like the best sweet teas has to offer. Mm -hmm. um, but the burrata was really good. There's something about the flavor of burrata that just like makes me happy. Like, I don't know if you have any flavors like that that just like are so good to you. Like <laughs> for me, it's like Dungeness crab, Mount Tam cheese paired with uh, rustic bakery crackers um, mm -hmm. or Rinko's crisps uh, and burrata. And there are some like other things. And it's just like... I just love the flavor of it so much that it just, like, makes me happy. <laughs> um, but anyway, so it had that flavor, but at the same time, it just was kind of a letdown of an entree in general. Um, so I wouldn't have gotten that again. Um, I yeah, next time, sometimes it's good to stick with your old standbys. I learned that about El Gallo Negro. It's like every mm -hmm. time I don't get my yummy avocado salad that I love so much, I'm like kind of let down by everything else. So it's like <laughs> maybe in the future I should just stick with what I know I love, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so that's kind of my lesson learned, even though I'm not complaining at all. Like it was amazing and delicious, even though the heirloom tomatoes weren't quite as like fresh and yummy and like gigantic as I like was hoping they would be. Um, but they were still good. And yeah, so I don't know. That's kind of my verdict. But that's yeah. kind of the case with specials a lot of times I've noticed. Like when we got, we went to Handline one time and got like the special there. And even though it was good, it's just like, oh, I know they could do so much better. So it's always kind of a gamble when oh, you're right. getting a yeah. special that's not on their regular menu. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's kind of like you're putting your trust in them. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, it's usually not going to be something you've had before. But um, anyway, so yeah, that's kind of my review of that. Uh, so for drinks, I got a Hurricane, which is an old standby. It's a very Hawaiian type of drink. Really liked that, as always. Um, they make them pretty strong here, like one of them, and you're already feeling it. Um, what did you get for a drink? I think you got two things, right? Um, yeah. The first one I got was, um, I remember uh, I tried to uh, order the Kentucky tea, and it was actually, I kept calling it the Texas, Texas tea. Texas tea, but <laughs> I think Texas tea is something else. Right. And that's why she kept like questioning you. <laughs> I did like the one that I got. It was similar to like an old fashioned, I want to say. Oh, they have frozen cocktails now. Gosh, we oh, keep missing they? out on people's <laughs> yummy frozen cocktails. Yeah, they have one called a frozen painkiller. 
which they have a drink called a painkiller, so it must be the frozen version. Uh, Pusser's Navy Strength Rum, that's actually what it's called, orange juice, coconut cream, and pineapple juice for $11, and it's all blended, so that might be yummy. They have a mango Mai Tai, that sounds good. Anyway, wait, wait, you got... Okay, so they have one called a t- Kentucky Tea and one called a Texas Margarita. Oh, okay. So that was where the confusion came. Yeah. <laughs> so Kentucky Tea is Buffalo Trace Bourbon House Black Tea Time Syrup Lemon and Soda. Uh, I'm just looking to see if I can remember the one I got. I don't know if it's... Was it the Red-Headed Mule? No. Wait, what? I thought you got Kentucky Tea. Was there another one you got? The first one that I got. Was it the Margarita? No. Was it? Texas Margarita? No, because I has... Was it the Mai Tai? Mm, I don't know if it's on here, actually. No, maybe it's not. Anyway, that's okay. Just go with the Kentucky Tea. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, anyways. uh, Yeah, the Kentucky Tea was good. Um, It was just basically like a bourbon in a... um, Basically with like... Almost like a... um, Like a... What do you call it? Uh, Arnold Palmer, but with... uh, Mm Mm-hmm. With some fancy uh, bourbon mixed into it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, Sweet Teas was great. We had a good time. Uh, not going to do a full ass review of it. <laughs> but uh, I know next time, stick with uh, what I know I like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I do have like a handful of uh, of entrees there that I, that I really like. If I'm in a burger mood, if the burger bug bites me. <laughs> I would, That's I, true. I know they have a really good burger there. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I might just go with like the fried chicken next time. It's the just, fried chicken's super good. Mm-hmm. It's like upgraded uh, KFC. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, ready to get into the uh, on the road portion? Okay. Yeah. A bit saucy is on the road. Hooray. Okay. So. The first place we went, um, right when we got into Paso Robles, was returning to the Alchemist Garden. Yeah. So we, um, (laughs) so we have been so looking forward to going back to the Duck Chalupa at the Alchemist Garden, like so much so that like, I've just like looked at the, just been thinking about it and be like, let's just drive four hours together. (laughs) So we ended yeah. up going there immediately upon arrival and um, just because that was the best time to do it and we knew we would have to eat. So, yeah, um, we got there and I think there was like a 35 minute wait or something like that. Um, so we just kind of wandered around past the Robles. It was a nice evening mm-hmm. um, and they called us when our table was ready, which is actually, I think, a little bit less than they said it was going to be, which was nice. I think so. Yeah. So they just did a major update to their menu, and I guess they had eight new drinks. Um, And we tried a few of those drinks. All right, so the drink that you got was? It was the... Was mine Theurgy of Passion? No, it was When Faustus Met Krampus. (laughs) And that is in the gin and tonic family. And it is a Citadel Rosemary plus Sage Nitro Gin malic acid italicus and fever tree tonic mm-hmm. i only know what a few of those things actually are <laughs> <laughs> fever tree tonic that's just a uh, mixture yeah that's a mixer yeah. malic acid oh that's interesting yeah, um, i don't know what is that exactly what does it do i think it's like a well you know it's citric acid it's just a different kind of acid mm-hmm. i think it's like a 
You can't get it in like powdered form. Anyway, um, yeah. So what did you think of that? Um, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, was that the big pretty one that had like flowers floating in it? Or was that one you got later? Uh, I think that was, yeah, I think that was that one. Okay. Because which one was yours? Mine was, let me find it. Okay, mine was called Proculus Finds Clarity. Right, okay. The family is daiquiri. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. Yours had the fingerling lime. Pearls. Yeah, so this is plantation three-star rum, cane syrup, citric acid, citrus smoke, and fingerling lime pearls. So I actually, the reason I got this was, uh, well, I asked the bartender for a recommendation for one thing, but uh, I've been seeing those fingerling lime pearls pop up. I guess they're Australian, and they're just these, like, they're this... Uh, kind of finger-shaped lime when when you cut it open it has these little citrus pearls and they're great uh for drinks and stuff like that they look like little caviar or something like that mm-hmm. and uh, they were all in like the bottom of this drink and this was like a little cocktail shaped drink this mm-hmm. drink was really good so the, this place's thing if you remember from our last episode about it it's like they have like weird interesting mixology type drinks mm-hmm. and uh Definitely. the bartender had this weird bubble gun that i guess was supposed to produce a bubble made of citric acid or something mm-hmm. and the bubble was supposed to like sit on top of the drink and she tried to do this a couple different times and the bubble would like come out of the gun but then it would just pop and she couldn't get it to like sit on top of the drink she also said it was her last day mm-hmm. <laughs> so i don't know if she was just like oh screw this bubble gun thing but um it still looked cool like if we hadn't known that like it wasn't doing what it was supposed to do we wouldn't have like known anything was wrong you know right so exactly but that was a really good drink i really liked it Mm -hmm. so we actually did not get a whole lot food wise here um we both got a duck chalupa each Mm -hmm. yeah and smart thing to do (laughs) and we shared the what was it? The fondue. fondue. The cast iron fondue. Cast iron which fondue. Which is melted mozzarella and raclette with soy rizzo, cilantro, pepitas, and crispy potato dippers. Yeah. So the duck chalupas were just as delicious as ever. Oh, yeah. They're very huge so and very greasy. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the chalupa shell... So if you've ever had a taco chalupa, what I think is the best part of it is like the crispy shell. Mm-hmm. This is like that, but like a hundred times better. <laughs> right. And way bigger too. I want to say they're oh, like yeah. twice as big. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's delicious duck and delicious coleslaw in there. And we were so happy that it was like still on the menu. Oh, yeah. Um, that melted cheese, the dip that you can either it's, dip into or uh, cheese. pour it in. Or what is it then? Um, let's see. Let's find it on the menu here. Well, it says melted cheese. And oh, spices. it is melted cheese? It has melted cheese on there, but I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe that's something else. Hold it, on. I mean, it tasted like a... Maybe a, it was melted like cheese. like a queso. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> filled, no, crispy pita filled with melted cheese. Oh, okay. Spicy slow, sour cream, fresh herbs, and duck carnies. I thought it was like an aioli or something you dip it in. Really? It was like oh. a little bit of spice in it. It it was a little bit spicy, but it had more of like a of a like cheese tang to it than Oh well maybe it I, is. I don't know. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> we're just gonna have to move on from that without knowing for <laughs> yeah. sure what that sauce was. But that sauce is amazing and it's so good. 
And I dumped it all over my chalupa and I dipped my chalupa in it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Same and here. I love my chalupa. It was so <laughs> good. So, yeah, I still recommend that. Still one of the best dishes of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, all we got was that uh, fondue. Mm-hmm. So um, the thing about the fondue was that it was really, really good. The mm-hmm. cheese itself, the melted mozzarella and raclette blend, it had like the crispy cheese on the edges of the cast iron. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those flavors, like I was just talking about, that just like makes you happy. <laughs> melted it was crispy cheese. So yeah. delicious. Yeah, <laughs> just the flavor of the cheese was really delicious. I actually didn't care too much for the other stuff that was in it, though. Like, I didn't... Right. I, I could have done with that, the soy reason, pepitas, and it had, like, yeah, pumpkin sure. seeds in it or something. Yeah. Um, And the potato dippers, though, they were so good. They were, like, perfect potatoes. Oh, yeah. Um, the only thing is potatoes, when you're eating a lot of food, sometimes can be, like, way too filling, and that was kind of how I felt about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was hard to finish these. Um, Yeah. Another thing about it is that once the cheese cools down, it's really hard to actually scoop up. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of the case with all fondues. Like as it cools down in general, it's just like not very good. Right. Um, Or not as good. Rather, the quality will always go down as it goes down. Mm -hmm. And of course, since we both had giant duck chalupas, the duck chalupas are big, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Maybe if this came out separately, like as the first thing. Um, instead of getting it all together. It probably would have been a better, better appetizer. I never know what to say, honestly, whenever a waiter asked me if I want it all together. I was mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. What do you recommend? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I can never make that choice. I usually want an appetizer first, but I don't want them to like hold off on my food either. <laughs> so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't even remember if they asked that, to be honest. I, th- I, I don't know they if they did came either. Mostly the same time. Yeah. But um. It's one of those places, though. It's not really supposed to be like an entree type of place necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's more supposed to be like tapas, I feel like. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine. We like that. We like that a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, that's pretty much all I have to say about the food. We actually ended up enjoying ourselves so much that we got a diff- uh, different drink. Oh, right. Yeah. So the second drink I got was called Theurgy of Passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was the other one I was considering at the beginning. The waitress talked me into the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hibiscus vodka, passion fruit. It's lemon. in the spritz family. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's spirits. I think it's spritz. S-P-R-I-T-Z. Okay. <laughs> the font is kind of hard. Yeah. But anyway, either way. Um, hibiscus vodka, passion fruit, lemon juice, cane syrup, fruit sparkling wine, and cranberry cubes. So I like this a lot, and it has a lot of stuff I like, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, it was a little too tart for me. Oh, really? You thought so? For my preference. It was the cranberry ice cube. At first, it seemed like a really cool idea, and it was really good, but this is already a pretty tart drink with the lemon juice and everything, mm, and then as the cranberry cube melted, it just became kind of more and more tart, mm. and even though it was good, I found it um, kind of hard to like hard to drink because it was yeah getting kind of more and more bitter as it went on i think i was just so filled by that point that it was hard for me to just like put that much inside oh yeah because i was trying to like push it on you too (laughs) yeah Yeah. and also i was like kind of feeling the effects of the other drinks i'm like i don't know i'm driving i don't know how much right it was probably yeah, I always underestimate how far away Paso Rebels is from San Luis Obispo, which is where we were staying. It's like almost right. a good half hour. Right. Um, so yeah, it's 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 not a not a super short drive. Mm-hmm. Um and Paso Rebels is hopping this night too. I guess it's because oh, yeah. school probably just started, so everybody mm-hmm. is out and about. Um right. it's a very happening happening place. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of young 
hit people. <laughs> That's just right. like this restaurant um appeals to. So I'm curious, uh, is there anything on this menu that you would like to try? The, all the new drinks, there are some fascinating things. Um, have we tried apples and the sour codex? I don't think so. I think that's one of the new drinks, and it actually sounds good. I'm kind of mm-hmm. surprised I overlooked this. So what's in this drink? Uh, Kopali cacao rum. That's kind of interesting. Right. Uh, it's interesting how many like different rums. I feel like like no drink repeats anything. Uh, yeah. So, cacao rum, sour apple cordial, lime juice, citric acid, and crowbar lit blanc. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I um, either. So, that sounds pretty good. Let's see. The transmutation. Have we had that one? No, right? Lemongrass and flute, fused kachaka, lime juice, agave, ginger syrup, Thai basil, house lemongrass chili bitters. That sounds pretty interesting. It does, yeah. These all sound pretty fascinating. Nicholas Flamel, which is supposed to be spicy. I know they had this last time. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I got that oh, you last did? time. Mm-hmm. Chipotle infused tequila, uh, tea agave, and fresh lime juice. Belladonna sounds really good to me. I almost got this. Butter washed crowbar navel rum, pineapple and orange juice, fowler num, and creme of coconut. So that mm-hmm. sounds really tasty. Almost everything sounds good here, honestly. Okay, so they have a $32 drink. Oh, yeah, that was... And it says there's no returns on it, which is interesting. I wonder if people, like, try to return this. Mm-hmm. Um, so $32. It's a vodka martini called Intellect Plus Soul Equals Matter, which I don't think I could ever order that because that is so pretentious and ridiculous. Intellect Plus Soul Equals Matter. That makes no sense. <laughs> anyway... Avocado nitro washed absolute elix, lemon peel infused lilit blank, and caviar. So I'm wondering if this was the one that came in a box. <laughs> Maybe. I so I thought the purpose of the box was to smoke the drink though, and yeah. I don't think this is a smoked drink. Well, none of them really sa- say specifically that. Oh, that's supposed true. To be so smoked, maybe it is. So. I don't know. Yeah. So the, it's like yours didn't say it comes with a bubble. Either. Right. The waitress. Um, the waitress was walking around with a little box, and then she'd open the box, and like a bunch of smoke would come out. And we did see the bartender smoking drinks last time, mm-hmm. um, but we weren't at the bar this time. This is actually a place I think it's pretty cool to be at the bar if you can, because watching the bartenders right. do their thing is uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so that's um, pretty much. I'd pretty much try almost any drink here. Maybe not the one with caviar. I'm not a big caviar person. Um, <laughs> right. Let's see. As far as food goes. Did we try the fried cheese and Indian marinara? Yes, we did did last time. And we liked it, but then as it got cold, we didn't like it as much. Right. Just had sort of the problem as the fondue, huh? Pretty much I tried everything. Did we get the fries here? I don't think we did. No, we talked about it, but we didn't. Don't think so. So it's here. served with their house-made goat cheese ranch. Oh, right. For an extra $2, you could add a house-made sauce. Mustard barbecue, citrus champagne aioli, sriracha mayo, habanero ketchup, black garlic sesame aioli, or truffle parmesan aioli. We were joking that we would just have to, like, pony up for all of the sauces. <laughs> yeah. And I would. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the extra, like, ten bucks for all the sauces. We should do that <laughs> right. next time. Yeah. We could really go. give them a sauce score. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. So, I don't know if this is too uh, small of a route to really do a sauce score. this time. So, we're introducing a new segment called the sauce score where we, like, rate the sauces. Hey, Vanessa and Sergio, what's the sauce score? <laughs> well, I mean, the sauces that we had on the duck, chal- that sauce that comes with the duck chalupa is just outstanding. It's so. bomb. It is bomb. <laughs> it's hella bomb. <laughs> it is bomb. <laughs> 
There you go. Good job. That was good soundboarding. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for our return to the Alchemist Garden. Still um, as great as ever with the Dutch Jalupa. I know. These are going to be on the nominees for Sparkling Plate Club. We decided to do nominees this year, and then we'll like announce who it is. <laughs> uh, but, so that'll be fun. Now, all right, next on the list, the next morning for breakfast. We pretty much had all our meals pre-planned on this trip. We wanted I know, to right? hit all our favorite Basically, places. Yeah. Was Taco Temple. Um, we love Taco Temple, as everybody knows. I gave them a, they were, I think they were the first 10 I ever gave. Um this time we went to the Morrow Bay location in the center of the San Luis Obispo vacation or location, vacation location. <laughs> and yeah, it was as good as ever. So Sergio wasn't particularly right. hungry. And if you remember our previous review of Taco Temple, this is a place where you order tacos. And I say this with air quotes. So they are absolutely nothing like tacos, except for like there is a tortilla involved. <laughs> yeah. There are two tortillas on like flat tortilla. on a plate, and then it is absolutely covered with the most massive mountain of salad. Mm-hmm. And then there's four huge pieces. We got the Baja style tacos, which is like one of our favorite things there. And there's four huge pieces of like really good Baja style, like fish and chips type fish. Mm-hmm. And so we ended up splitting that and getting a side order of the, uh, uh, poke there and I guess we could talk about the poke first that was like the best poke ever it was so oh, yeah. good it had like a ginger soy dressing on it it didn't have any avocado I don't mind avocado on my poke but Sergio doesn't like it so that worked out really well mm-hmm. and uh, it kind of, we got chips and salsa at the beginning and we were like putting it on our chips and everything um, so yeah mm, yep. that tuna tasted so good oh yeah this is one of my favorite Poke's period. Yeah, Taco Temple is like the best at everything they do. It's kind <laughs> of amazing. Their seafood is so good. Um, and yeah, I like the Morro Bay location too because Morro Bay is pretty mm-hmm. and by the ocean. Um, we had a nice time painting in Cayucos, which mm-hmm. is just a little north. Okay. Um, shout out to Brown Butter Cookie. Company. Oh yeah, another shout out Brown Butter Cookie Company. We also went back to and got hella cookies. We actually <laughs> yeah. ended up going twice. And yeah. We love them. Definitely a favorite of ours, so check them out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, Taco Temple, uh, really good poke, amazing fried fish, amazing salad. It comes with amazing mango salsa that that comes with. Um, yeah, everything is perfect. We love Taco Temple. Oh, yeah. I don't have much else to say. That's pretty much the update on Taco Temple. What do you think? Yeah, um, just say it again, that poke, if you... If you guys don't uh, aren't like super hungry for like a huge pl- uh, plate of food, um, the poke is a good, um, uh, pretty decently filling meal on its own. So. I feel like this might be a new standard for us, unless we're exceptionally hungry. Splitting one like set of tacos, which mm-hmm. gives us two pretty decent sized pieces of like fish and chips each. Mm-hmm. So split one of those orders and then get poke on the side. Right, it's like the perfect amount of food. Yeah, I would say so. I could never finish one full order, which is four pieces of fish, you know, and it doesn't really keep that well either. So mm-hmm. I think splitting it is perfect mm-hmm. unless it's, like I said, we're like exceptionally hungry. <laughs> yeah. Which we have been before when we've gotten there. <laughs> you the first time we ever went there together, it was like one or 2 p.m. And uh, we had just like been hanging out in the hotel and hadn't eaten anything. Mm-hmm. And it was just like we were just starving. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. 
Because it's like we're not at home. We have to actually put effort into going to get food, you know? <laughs> right. Anyway, not much else to say about that. Yeah, just great as ever. Great as ever. <laughs> okay, well, the next thing, this is the one thing in this review that is not an update. This is a new thing, and this is mm -hmm. actually something pretty unique. Mm -hmm. uh, so we went to a gigantic art installation in Paso Robles called Sensorio. Mm -hmm. So if you guys are in the area, I highly recommend this place if oh, you're yeah. into <laughs> that sort of thing. It's like 48,000 lights that are made of fiber optics spread all across this like little canyon field thing in Paso Robles. And I think it's like 30 bucks to go in. Mm -hmm. Totally worth it. Um, and as the sun goes down, like this field just lights up. Um, I might put this in the graphic, actually. Maybe I'll just use a sensorio picture for the graphic. <laughs> but it was beautiful and gorgeous. And... Oh, my God! <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> so, I looked at um, the menu of the food trucks here, and I was actually kind of surprised. It sounded pretty good. Mm -hmm. um, and we were kind of thinking, like, oh, maybe it's not that great... Right. Uh, yeah. Maybe it just like sounds good as is pretty typical for, um, you know, stuff like that where it's like touristy type of stuff. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to bring up the. Yeah, you, I mean, a place that's like parked in a um, location where the attraction is not the food, um, you don't go in there with like really high expectations. And the place we decided to go um, was just like basic kind of like. Almost like a fair food <laughs> is what it felt like the menu right, was. yeah, so yeah, it didn't sound like anything that special, and actually, and it also wasn't very expensive, um yeah, it wasn't at all, so we were, like didn't have very high expectations <laughs> at all. this is more like, okay, well, we're here, so we might right. as well get something, and there was a bit of a line, and yeah. as we were in we were even considering like, should we just go somewhere <laughs> right, exactly, but um. We saw them making the burger, though, while we were in line, and we were surprised. She was actually, like, fresh making them, and that made me decide that I wanted to get a burger, like, seeing her, like, fresh oh, make yeah. the patties mm -hmm. and the burgers. Like, this was, like, a legit, like, kitchen, mm -hmm. and then that lady cooking, she was, like, killing it. Oh, she was God, so yeah. efficient. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the, the girl who was actually taking orders was kind of, like, an annoyed-seeming teenager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she said she was going to eat my Dr. Pepper, and she didn't, and that kind of made me mad. Oh. But anyway... um. So I ended up getting the Sensorio Burger, 100% Angus patty topped with lettuce, tomato, onion, and special sauce. I also really want to try that special sauce. That was $10. We also got the pretzel fries. Mm -hmm. And I got are, a hot dog. Yeah. So the pretzel, Sensorio dog. <laughs> the pretzel fries are sprinkled with salt and served with a craft beer sauce. Mm -hmm. Sensorio dog I almost got. It's a beef, 100% all beef hot dog. That's what it says. Mm -hmm. Served in a warm pretzel bun. Mm -hmm. um, it's a pretty standard hot dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gave you a bunch of, you know, your condiments on the side to yeah. put on. Yeah. So, yeah, this was a little bit of a wait because it was kind of crowded just because this was like the main food for this big attraction. Mm -hmm. But um, the thing that really stood out, and this was actually went on my best dishes of the year list, were the pretzel fries. Oh, yeah. Um, I was surprised at how good these were. These were so good. They were like perfectly crisp and fried. 
And it was that cheese, that craft beer cheese sauce that really put it away. It actually reminded me a lot when I went to Wicked Slush in Healdsburg and ate um, ate my food on the beach in Healdsburg there. <laughs> their pretzel bites tasted a lot like it. They gave you three uh, different oh, cheeses okay. to choose, or three different sauces to choose from. Mm-hmm. And uh, gosh, this cheese sauce, this cheese sauce was so good. We just kept like we. I had my burger and you had your hot dog, and we just like demolished those pretzel fries immediately <laughs> without even like trying the other stuff first. I know it's so, true. Pretzel fries—they killed it. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, my burger was good though. I mean, it was yeah, definitely it was. like a fresh-made burger. Mm-hmm. It was a. Uh, it's almost like a medium-rare burger. <laughs> hey, you know what Which happened? Exactly, what's that? You know oh, what happened. Uh-huh. The burger bug bitcha. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was actually a really good quality burger. Unfortunately, I had loaded myself up with so many pretzel fries, I barely <laughs> ate any of it. Right. But uh, this burger. So only, I just ended up taking it home with me. Yeah, this burger's only ten dollars too, so it's actually a good deal. Um. So how was your hot dog? Um. It was pretty good. I mean, it was the the least memorable of the three right. items we had. Um. I was hungry, so um, it was easy for me to finish that one. Uh, but yeah, it was a well done, um, like the quality of the meat was good. Um, it was just like a good solid, you know, uh, beef dog or whatever it was. <laughs> so yeah, quality wise, it was uh, pretty good. Um, you know, it just came with, um, packets for, uh, condiments. So I just loaded it up with a bunch of that. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the bun was good as well. It comes with that pretzel bun I would say this place came with a really good uh, value. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a lot of things. I mean, I doubt we'll be back here, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It depends on how long this place is here. Maybe if it's still here in like five years. <laughs> right. But um, they have a lot of things that sound really good, like loaded up French fries, topped with cheese, bacon, onion, sour cream, and special sauce. They have the same thing called lots of tots, which mm. is the same thing with tater tots. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I don't think I would get anything but the pretzel fries as far as that goes. Yeah. Uh, they have chicken strips that sound kind of tasty. They have a chicken sandwich. They have a salmon sandwich. Um, they have some desserts that sound good. Beignets. I wanted to get beignets, but it was way too full. Yeah. The De- delightful little donut pieces dusted with powdered sugar and served with our chocolate or caramel sauce. Oh, that sounds good. Delightful little donut pieces. <laughs> I got kind of annoyed, actually, because the lady in front of us was ordering beignets, and she couldn't decide which sauce, and she spent, like, a couple minutes trying to decide. Oh, right. She's, like, just she's, like trying to get her opinion on it. Yeah. yeah. And she's just like, well, I think I'll go with caramel, and the other girl's, the other girl's like, well, you might like the chocolate, but it's just like, God, you have to spend, like, hella time figuring this out. Right. They also have regular churros and filled churros. The churros filled Figured with it. caramel. <laughs> Figured it. <laughs> I'm a slutter, Kenny. Yeah. Um, okay, well, uh, since this is the only new place we're going to, should we number rate it? Uh, sure, yeah. I'll give it an eight. I'll give it an eight as well. And I also want to... We just found in a bit sassy hidden gem. It's true. That's like a super (laughs) hidden gem. I'll also rate this place high value because it's Mm -hmm. so cheap. Like, the most expensive thing is the salmon sandwich at $12. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So that's not bad at all. Um... Yeah, surprisingly good deal. For a place that doesn't have to be cheap, right. like for the quality. They could tra- they could literally charge twice as much. Like, I'm not even kidding. They totally could. Mm-hmm. So, thank goodness they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, like, they, yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, Sensorio. Good time, good place, good food. 
All right. Next will be a very special place we return to, Cafe Kiva. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we would have loved to go here for brunch, but we were about two and a half hours away from it. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's no way we were leaving. Um, we were hoping they had all day brunch, but they do not. So right. we ended up going for lunch. Um, and we drove up the big Sur Coast straight there. And going, coming from the south, I didn't realize how far north it really is on the Big Sur coast. Yeah, it's like... It took a while. More than halfway up the coast. Way more than halfway up, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I kept thinking it's going to be like around the next curve because we didn't have reception. Yeah. But it took a while. We were very good and hungry by the time we got here. And we were, we were actually going to eat at Nepenthe, the like fancier restaurant on the property. But there was a 45-minute wait, and we were pretty hungry at that point. Mm-hmm. So we decided to just uh, go to Cafe Kiva, even though it right. did seem like the people waiting for Nepenthe. Gosh, there's such a nice atmosphere up there because there was just like <laughs> everyone was outside and everyone was like getting drinks and chilling. Like it wouldn't have been a place I would have minded to wait for 45 minutes. Sure. But it's just under the circumstances where we had saved our appetite and driven through like two and a half hours Yeah, that we kind of were just like, no, we just want food now. And mm-hmm. Cafe Kiva had plenty of tables with their beautiful ocean right. view. Yeah, there was no way. There was, yeah, we and, had a really nice spot to um, sit. Yep. <laughs> and I'm actually pretty glad we ate here because I really ended up loving what I got. Oh, yeah. Yours was a home run. Yeah, totally. Um, hold on, I'm bringing up the menu here. So the alcohol here is kind of interesting. You basically like, they have different drinks that are just like what the juice base is, basically. <laughs> yeah. And then you pick whether you want vodka or tequila. Mm. Um, and if you don't say anything, they give you vodka, which is what happened with mine. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't even realize you could do that. So I know, but that's okay. So yeah, I got vodka with mine too. Mm. So one interesting thing, this isn't what we got, but the Cafe Kiva Benedict, which I got last time, and I think it was like $22, Mm -hmm. it is now $29. Oh, wow, yeah. I wonder if it's seasonal. I think it might be, because it says they they use Dungeness Crab, which is not in season right now. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if that is the reason. Right. Um, which kind of speaks a little to their integrity. Like River's End, for example, just will take something off the menu if they can't get it fresh. So I wonder they raised the price so they could keep getting like good quality crab. I don't know. Anyway, um, we couldn't get that though because we got here at lunchtime. So I kind of went back and forth about what I was going to get here, but I ended mm-hmm. up going with the Black Forest ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons I got it was because you were interested in it, but yeah. you were also interested in the Reuben. Yeah. So it's just like, well, why don't we just get both and then we can uh, figure it out. Right. So figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> So the Black Forest Ham Sandwich is sixteen seventy five. Smoked Gouda, baby arugula, arugula, and Dijon aioli on sourdough. And you got the Reuben, mm-hmm. eighteen twenty five. So it's thin sliced pastrami, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, and Russian dressing on marble dry. Oh yeah, I started to talk about the drinks, but I didn't finish. The drink I ended up getting was I think orange juice, grenadine, and vodka. And I don't remember what it's called. It's like something paradise. Is the are the drinks on here? Oh. Mm-hmm. Coffee, drinks, espresso, sweetie, says wonderful selection of beer and wine. Nope. All right. Well, what did you get for a drink? Um, I don't remember what it was called. I want to say it was Icebreaker. Ice, yeah, I think it was called yeah. Icebreaker. It was just basically a lemonade with vodka in it. <laughs> <laughs> right. They have super simple drinks at the cafe, which is fine. Yeah. Um, it was refreshing. 
I enjoyed it. Me too. That's kind of how I felt about it. It wasn't strong at all. No, not at all. I barely felt it. (laughs) It was perfect to just like enjoy on the patio. Right. Yeah. I I didn't really necessarily need a super strong drink at that point. So it was fine. Yeah. So anyway, um, the ham sandwich. So this is also going to go in the best dishes of the year list. Oh, yeah. So this was so good. So it was pressed like a panini, which is not said on the menu, but it is. Mm-hmm. Same and as my Reuben. Same as the Reuben. So maybe they all are. Mm-hmm. They might be. Um, but it, what really made it was the smoked Gouda. It was mm-hmm. so gooey, gooey Gouda. <laughs> and it was like gouda. the flavor was so delicious. And the ham, I believe, was the same ham they put on the Benedict, which was like perfect and delicious. Yeah, I think it is. Which like... If you remember from our last uh, review of Cafe Kiva, that was a standout. It was like, this was like, I think I said, like, this is some of the best ham I've ever had. <laughs> yeah. No, you did. Yeah. So that was that same ham. It was good bread. The Dijon was good. Everything just came together perfectly, harmoniously. Mm-hmm. The only thing I didn't like, there was some kind of greens on it. Oh. <laughs> the baby arugula? Yeah. And I don't know. I'm not a fan of, like, cooked down greens. They always yeah. get kind of soggy and weird. Yeah. Uh, so they I definitely take on a different flavor. Yeah. So I could have done without that, but mm-hmm. it didn't really take away from it that much. That delicious cheese flavor mm-hmm. was not spoiled at all by the fact that I didn't prefer that. So that was really good. Um, Going to give that one a big recommend. And it's lucky I wasn't actually um, in the mood to eat that much because Sergio really liked my sandwich. So <laughs> yeah. I gave oh, him. Yeah. Like over half Definitely of it. Definitely won it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then there was a little salad it came with that was actually pretty boring. It had like mm-hmm. um, like two cherry tomatoes that were cut in half. And then it had like a bunch of onions and then the mm-hmm. vinaigrette. Right, so yeah. it was kind of a not very interesting salad. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's kind of not much better than you'd expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Big recommend to that sandwich. So how about your Reuben? Uh, my Reuben was good it was all right i mean it didn't quite have um anything really like that put it over the top like there wasn't any special flavor or anything to it um that really made it memorable fortunately yeah it was kind of a bit of a letdown um even though i did keep it for the i ate half of it there and kept the other half um for leftovers and i added some mustard to it the next day when I had it as a leftover and that helped because it did need some sort of like pop of flavor to it. So, um, it's pretty good. I mean, I guess I'm not like the, uh, I thought I was more of a fan of Rubens, <laughs> but like the, the Russian dressing didn't really do much for me. I, don't, I wonder if it was just like lacking in flavor overall or just Russian dressing is kind of like that. The way it was all pressed out of the panini, it was kind of hard to tell, like, what was what. Right, yeah. The sauerkraut really didn't really have much flavor to the it The meat either. was really good, though. The meat was good. The thin-sliced pastrami um, was probably the thing that added the most flavor to it, which you expect it to, but I almost wish it was a little saltier or something. It just, mm-hmm. just needed something to um, give, it, give the flavor some more character and depth to it. Um, so it didn't really have anything like that stood out like the smoked gouda or anything like that so yeah overall kind of a boring sandwich for me not my favorite. not your favorite i've yeah. never seen you get a reuben before i don't think well i usually it's not usually a go-to for mine either mm. but um 
since there's only four options on this menu, and right. since you already got the ham sandwich, I mean, I should looking into hindsight, should have gotten one as well. <laughs> Next time. Yeah, but uh, the other things is the cheddar and fontina sandwich, which I'm sure is good, but um, I was having issues, so I didn't want to like push too much dairy on myself. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the other one's a caprese baguette, so that's also a lot of cheese on it as I well. Yeah, I actually would have gotten the caprese baguette because it has burrata, mm-hmm. which usually has mozzarella, so it's cool that it has burrata. Um, sliced heirloom tomatoes, basil leaves, and extra virgin olive oil on a French baguette. So I actually would have gotten that if I hadn't gotten the caprese salad at Sweet Teas. Right. Uh, it doesn't have balsamic, though, which I think I would miss that, honestly. Because um, mm. I love a good balsamic, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's pretty essential in a caprese. Uh, maybe they put it on and they just don't list it. I don't know. Mm. But their salads sound really good, too. And I'm actually pretty curious. They have a uh, chicken Caesar salad. They have a Cobb salad. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. And they have an arugula salad, which has orange supremes, Laura Chanel goat cheese, slivered red onions, and dried cherries and sunflower seeds tossed in a citrus vinaigrette. It could be good. Mm-hmm. But um, sometimes vinaigrette is a bit too, like, I don't know, what's the word? Like, sharp for me. Yeah. Oh, I agree. And that's how I felt about my little side salad I got with my sandwich. So maybe I'd go with the cob. It's interesting they use Danish blue cheese and not Point Reyes blue cheese on the cob salad. Mm. But, uh, I mean, if we're ever in Big Sur again, we'll totally go here in Nepenthe. It's become a tradition at this point. <laughs> right. And it is like the only restaurant for like a long time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we love them. They totally deserve uh, their reputation. Um, hopefully we make it to Nepenthe one of these days, even though it's very expensive. For lunch, it's kind of like, they have sandwiches there that sound really good. They have like a shrimp BLT. They have a burger that's supposed to be good. But everything's like in the $30-ish range for lunch, which is kind of a lot. Yeah. But I think it would be worth it because I trust them and I think it would be good. Uh, but it's just like, how much better is it going to be than Cafe Kiva you know Mm -hmm. I really wonder that yeah Um, but we'll see someday (laughs) maybe next time uh, we go to Carmel which I believe is going to be in May Mm -hmm. maybe even before that we'll see we'll see (laughs) probably Mm -hmm. not but um yeah we'd love to it is very close also to uh Pfeiffer Beach which is one of the prettiest beaches like ever basically (laughs) um so do love that so yeah we still love Cafe Kiva absolutely all right, so if you've got nothing else to say about it, um, yeah, no, that's it. And then we're we'll move on to our final place, which is also a return. which is also a return, except for we went to a different location than we went to last time. Mm-hmm. Went to the Santa Cruz location instead of the Monterey location. Uh, yeah. Kula Island Grill, the fantastic uh, tiki bar. So the atmosphere in this one's completely different than the... Yeah, this one has more like a dark kind of romantic vibe. Yeah, like a loungey vibe. Like a lounge, yeah, tiki lounge. And mm-hmm. we went, and they they have a huge parklet outside, and it was mm-hmm. completely full. So we thought that, like, oh, maybe there's going to be a wait. But no, they just let us right in and sat us down. Mm-hmm. So maybe just everyone wanted to sit outside. I don't know. But, um, yeah, this was great. We had a really good time here. Um, so the... Santa Cruz location is kind of like downtown. And um, let's see. So the drink I got was called the zombie. Um, let me <laughs> bring that up. Yeah. Sorry. I couldn't bring it up. And I got the, um, what? which one was it? The mango margarita? I, I believe you did. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, mine was good. Uh, it's definitely hit the spot as far as what I was 
into, although it was uh, my second choice from what I first wanted oh, yeah, to what have, did you want? which was, uh, let me see if I can bring it up as well. <laughs> Anyway, the one I got was called the zombie, and it was kind of a tropical drink. It had rum, it had a bunch of fruit juices. Um, I'm not sure what else it had, but yeah, it was tasty. I don't have to get too far into it. <laughs> yeah, it was just a lot of... Uh... So Sergio got a mango margarita, which I think mm -hmm. was a pretty standard mango margarita. Yeah, it was um, good. It definitely had mango. <laughs> unfortunately, we just missed happy hour, but that's okay. Yeah. What did we end up getting for an appetizer, did we? I got the, um, well, I wasn't super hungry, so I just right. ended up getting the appetizer, and that was it. And I got the um, the tiki torch wings. Mm -hmm. Is that, I believe right. that's what they were yes, called? Yes, and it says Island Hoisin Sambal Sauce. Mm -hmm. So these wings, they were so good. Mm -hmm. Like the flavor of the sauce on the wings was so good, and it came with that side sauce to dip it in. Um but I almost feel like that wasn't even needed because the sauce that was already on the wings was so good. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that was a, like, home run. Really loved those wings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what I ended up getting... <laughs> you wanted to have as much as you could fit. <laughs> I was, yeah. I was pretty torn on what to get, though. I had, like, various uh, things I wanted to get. But in the end, <clears throat> I thought about last time how I really wanted the... Uh, I really wanted the macadamia nut-encrusted mahi-mahi. Yeah. And I said, kind of half-jokingly, like, we'll come back here just so I can try that fish. That's funny. And, um, because last time you caught, talked me into the pan-seared instead of the macadamia nut-encrusted, and I ended <laughs> up regretting it. So I'm like, I'm yeah. going to try this, how mahi is, like, kind of meant to be eaten. Oh, I remember what I wanted to get the first time. What? A blood orange martini. Oh, but they're all out of blood orange. Yeah. Right, right, right. So macadamia nut-encrusted mahi... It uh, comes with a mango papaya sauce, rice, and slaw. Um, and yeah, that macadamia nut encrusting it was super good. Oh, yeah. It was really crispy. So I tried a bite of it at first, and I'm like, eh, this is kind of meh. But then I put that mango sauce that it came mm -hmm. with, which was like big chunks of mango in it, yeah. on it. And it like somehow perfectly harmonized. Oh, yeah. It made it taste so delicious. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know how it did it, but it did. Yeah, right. I think there was a little bit of spice to it, too, which helped. Right. It just brought it right out, which I think is actually pretty typical to pair mango with macadamia encrusted fish. Mm, okay. um, but yeah, the encrusting was like the perfect crispiness. Wasn't a big fan of the slaw or the rice. The rice was kind of mushy, which I think might be kind of the Hawaiian style, but I'm just not a fan of that. And the slaw was just kind of meh, but that fish was mm -hmm. awesome. Mm -hmm. Your wings were awesome. Our drinks were awesome. <laughs> the vibe was awesome. Yeah. So we are pretty happy with everything. Yeah. Um, and then we had to go and get the same dessert again. <laughs> yep. We had to get that little koi pie. Or is it little kai pie? I'm not Lilikoi, sure. Little koi, yeah. Little koi pie, which is the passion fruit pie. I almost changed it and got, um, I almost changed it and got the key lime pie. But then I'm like, uh -huh. it's probably going to be the same thing, just with key lime instead of passion fruit. And I know that I really love passion fruit. So right. just kind of went with it. And <laughs> oh, man, that dessert is mm -hmm. so good. We like, you weren't even that hungry, but we both just like devoured it because it's, it's so true, good. Yeah. And the waitress said it was her favorite, too. And I'm like, yeah, you know what's mm -hmm. up. Um, so there were a lot of things here I thought about getting. Um, one of them was the... Ahi Chop Chop Caesar Salad. Oh, yeah. That did sound good. So, let's see. Where is it on here? 
uh, Cajun style ahi steak, fresh mango, romaine, hula Caesar dressing, and crispy wonton chips. So a lot of that sounds really good. I'm not sure about the mix of mango and Caesar, honestly. That sounds yeah. kind of weird to me. It does. I feel it? like they probably do it in a way that works, though, because it is a little bit different with the wonton chips and everything. Um, so I'm I'm still very curious about that. I just don't want it to like not be good. So the shrimp Caesar salad that actually sounded good to me too, but they didn't have it on the menu. I was looking at the reviews, and a lot of people wanted the shrimp one, but I don't think that they had it on the menu then. They also have a chicken mango chicken chop Caesar salad too. So that. Could be good. I don't know. And I'm not sure how the ahi would be either. I don't know what Cajun-style ahi steak is. But mm. I know ahi is pretty particular. Like, you can't overcook it. It's got to be, like, almost rare and seared perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm not sure about what the Cajun-style would be. So it's like, what if I got that and the ahi wasn't to my taste and the mango and the Caesar were weird together? It could be a train wreck. It could be really good. I'm very curious to find that out. Um, yeah. But it's like, do I want to risk my like dinner on that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I do trust this place, and I do like this place. They've got a lot of things that sound good. Uh, habanero lime chicken tacos, ahi katsu tacos, seared panko encrusted ahi steak, taco slaw, and sun-dried tomato pesto aioli. That sounds kind of fascinating. Mm-hmm. I don't know, though. That's the same thing. It's like you can't overcook ahi, so what if they do? I don't mm. know. Um, let's see. We know that the fish is good. Um, I don't know if I get the fresh fish again now, because I just think there's more interesting things to be had. Um, yeah, I don't know. I would definitely get those wings again now. Mm-hmm. We could each get our own. Or- <laughs> They're yeah. so good. Or get like a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um, seared ahi wontons. That could be good. Anyway. Yeah. A lot of things that sound fascinating on here. Yeah, um, I almost got the spi- spicy Thai chicken bowl, but I just wasn't um, both not hungry enough, and also it said it comes um, served with uh, black beans and cabbage, jasmine rice, black beans and cabbage mix, which... What a weird thing to come with. Yeah, which was just like, I don't know if I want black beans. I wonder how they do Thai here. Is, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. curious about that. But uh, yeah, there's other things on here that seem interesting i am sort of um intrigued by the jawaiian jerk <laughs> which is a jerk chicken but they say it's spicy we're not kidding jerk sauce so. that's scary yeah so that does scare <laughs> me a little bit um but i do like jerk chicken i just have i don't it's rare that i have a chance to even You're have jerk Jeremy. chicken <laughs> just kidding yeah. <laughs> um yeah. Habanero lime chicken tacos. Right, right. Sounds I was good. mentioning that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on here that sounds good. We would be back here for sure. Love a good tiki bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they still have a place in our hearts. Speaking of tiki bars, we I got some news. Say that, yeah. So update from Sweet Teas. They will be opening a Hawaiian themed, I guess, tiki bar type place. <laughs> a little late. <laughs> That's okay. But yeah, I guess in Larkfield, which is pretty close to both of our houses, mm-hmm. this might be a place where we it's have like to like, go and meet. Yeah, <laughs> um, They're going to be opening up a tiki bar at the site where a restaurant called Cricklewood used to be, where I actually used to go all the time with my grandpa. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very old-fashioned, old-person restaurant. <laughs> but it burnt down in the 2017 fires. 
But I guess they've rebuilt now and they're opening up a tiki bar, Sweet Teases. So we're very excited about that. Sweet Teas is excellent. Love a good tiki bar. Everything about this is great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so very exciting. I have no idea the timeline on this, though. So Yeah, it might be a be, while still. Be patient. Yeah. Um, yeah, so updates? Um, we got a few things that we're yeah. um, planning on well, doing. Yesterday? Was it yesterday? Yes, it was. Oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> we went to Stark's Happy Hour. Finally, yeah. Sergio got to try it. Legendary um, happy hour. Lived up to all expectations, but you'll mm-hmm. find out more about that in the next episode. Yeah. Uh, we still want to try Dave's Hot Chicken at some point. We don't have a concrete time of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? We're going to check out a Bruschetta bar again. Oh, uh, yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah. Unless it's too crowded. So don't get your hopes totally up on that. Not mm-hmm. like anyone really cares, I'm sure. But <laughs> yeah. uh, Bruschetta bar. Just waiting on bated breath. <laughs> well, we were talking about how, like, this place has no social media presence. We have no idea how we're going to, like, find them again. And then just randomly, we see they're going to be in Sebastopol tomorrow <laughs> um, at the Oktoberfest of Crooked Goat Brewing Company. Mm. So, yeah, we're going to meet there and then get some bruschetta and head out to the ocean. Mm-hmm. So, that's our plan. But the Oktoberfest might be some crazy party thing. So, it might be a bit much. We'll see. Right. Um, and... That's about it, I think. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, all right. Might have to slow down from uh, fancy dining for a while. But yeah, I think we'll we're going to have to. We've been we've been all out for a while now. Been, yeah, <laughs> going at it hard. travel yeah. and food and everything. So yeah. we're going to start being good. But plenty of, uh, you know, restaurants to still try out mm-hmm. there. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll keep looking for them. Yeah, let us know if you have any suggestions or requests. Yeah, always appreciate when we get requests. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. All right. All right, guys. Until next time, dip it in and sauce it up. (laughs) A bit saucy podcast. Dip it in and sauce it up.